All right, and without further ado, I got one of my great friends, one of uh, a Radford legend up in the building. Uh, here's John Paul. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Um, so I'm from Prince George, Virginia. It's a small town about 45 minutes south of Richmond. I'm an entrepreneurship major here at Radford, and I'm in a uh, lot of different organizations. I am the chaplain and IFC chair for Radford's Phi Delta Theta Colony, the marketing chair for Pi Sigma Epsilon, and the treasurer for the National Society of Collegiate Scholars. Oh, yeah. JP's a busy man. Uh, shout out PG County, eh? Yeah, yeah. Shout out PG Big County. Shout out. And uh, you're also, you're an RA. I am also an RA. And how long have you been an RA? This is my second year. Second year, and you like it? You enjoy it? I love it. I love it. Love it. And you get free housing. You get your housing free paid for food. it. and food. And food. And food. See, I didn't even know that until you told me, was it last semester? We were both yeah. at Chick-fil-A, and you were like, dude, I can swipe for you. Like, I get free swipes. So I was like, what? They pay for your food, too? It's about $5,000 a semester. That's awesome. So you get the 630 loaded onto your card by them, and then yep. anything else is like you have to pay for, like have additional? To pay for it, yeah. Yeah, but, but still, I mean, 630, 630. Yeah, if I have to add 100 bucks at the end, it exactly. So uh, we'll get right into some of the questions. Uh, since you are an RA, what is your single most favorite part about being an RA? I love being able to make connections with young students yeah because that's really all i'm dealing with and being able to help make their bad days better being able to show them campus resources and being able to say okay this has happened to you it's happened to me here's how we fix yeah, you that can help them out here's how we go forward that's awesome so um where where were you in ra last year this year what dorm are you in i'm in moffett hall this year okay and last year i was in ingles hall Ingalls Hall. Yeah, see, uh, I actually have aspirations of being an RA, but I think I told you this. I was a little late to the signups for fall 2020, so I'm kind of aimed for spring 2021. But, uh, I mean, dude, you definitely inspired me, especially last year when uh, when I was rushing uh, Pi Sigma Epsilon and I had to come interview you, and you were uh, you were on duty. It just seems chill, you know what I'm saying? And like, like you said, you get to help people and you get to meet people that are of all age groups all around you. Um, Yeah, there are so many pluses. There are definitely a lot of minuses, like, Saturday morning, I got woken up at 5.30 for a fire alarm. Yeah. And I was the one that had to corral students. Corral them. Corral them JP's out the going to get on your ass. If you're not in <laughs> line, it. he's going to make sure you're in line. <laughs> That's it. But, I mean, the rest of it's great. That's awesome. I love it. That's really good to hear. Yeah, I'm. Uh, like I said, I think I'm definitely going to follow in your footsteps and try to do the same. As long as I don't get stuck with Muse. Don't stick me in Muse. A lot of the Muse RAs actually really like it just because it's all freshmen and because it is so open. Yeah. I've never been in Muse. Like, I've just walked through it. I've we, never lived there. Yeah. Living yeah. in it is just not the best because, I mean, the biggest standout thing is the fire drills. Oh, absolutely. For sure. I mean, the fire drills, I, I feel like they, they have like three or four times as many as any other dorm on campus. Absolutely. Which is crazy. 100%. So that's why, that, that's the main thing for me why, like, I, uh, I don't want it. Yeah. But, um, you know, you've gotten blessed with some good halls. I think so. Yeah. I definitely think so. Yeah. I'm a big fan of mine, too. My dorm room this year, uh, Pocahontas. Oh, I love Pocahontas. I love, it's a great location. That's I mean, where it's I just, live sophomore year as well. Yeah, that's awesome. And I, was, I just love being on campus. I mean, you can get everywhere very quickly. Food is right there. Gym is right there. You don't have to worry about parking unless yeah. you brought a car, but I don't have a car with You're me You're always here. safe. Exactly. I mean, always safe. And we're literally right next to the college where we go to I know, where <laughs> the we, business college. Classes are right so, there. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. Okay, uh, next question, uh, away from the RA question. Um, you recently started a blog, correct? I did. You want to tell everyone what the blog is? Yeah, so the blog is Harmonics Fitness, and the reason I created it, um, I've been going to the gym. A lot of people have started asking me for advice as I'm getting a little bit bigger, but I see myself as still more of a casual gym goer, Yeah. and everyone's making 
fitness Instagrams. Um, they're boosting fitness on all kinds of other platforms, but I'm not really seeing very many blogs. And when I am seeing blogs and vlogs on YouTube, people like Matt does fitness or Steve cook. Um, those are a couple of huge names. You're really seeing them talk about how to get a physique like their own. Mm-hmm. You're not talking about how to fit fitness into an everyday lifestyle. Yeah. Everyone can't look like that. And neither one of us is ever going to look like Arnold. No. I mean, we may aspire no matter, to, but we're not going to. Yeah, we just don't have the genes in us. So what a shame. I just really wanted to uh, give some tips, tell some stories about what I've been doing. Yeah. Now, everyone definitely uh it will be in the description definitely go check it out please and follow them on facebook uh i read a couple of your posts last night and then when you originally sent it to me four or five days ago i just love the way you express your thoughts your exercises like just the way you express everything uh, I appreciate through the that. words yeah, for sure man i mean definitely keep it up um it's it could take you very far I it's mean, definitely a work in progress but I think we could do some cool stuff with it. Yeah, for sure. Do you have any ideas on what you, um, what your next couple posts are going to be? Or are you just taking it day by day? Um, I'm kind of taking it day by day. And when I get inspiration, if I'm walking down the sidewalk and I say, hey, that would be kind of cool, I'm going to write about it. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm in the gym, people are asking me questions all the time. I kind of want to answer some of those questions, those general questions. Yeah, that for sure. You definitely should. That may not be as experienced have. And honestly, every day that I go to the gym, I'm asking people – that are doing different th- things that are different from what I'm doing, what they're doing and why they're doing it and how it benefits them. And I think the gym is a constant learning experience. For sure. Everything in life is a constant learning experience. Absolutely. You can't learn through talking. You can only learn through listening. Um, how long have you been lifting? Um, I started lifting the summer before sophomore year. So about two, almost three years. Three years. Nice. Uh, what, um, what are some of your, uh, like your biggest gym accomplishment that you've achieved today? Hmm, that's actually a really tough question. I actually just last week got to the point where I could do four sets of eight with 225 on the bench. On the bench? That's a big weight. There's some, that, there's some NFL players in the combine that can't even do eight reps, though. Yeah, I was stoked when I got that. There's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah. But, do you have any, um, like... Ma- like do you ever try to like max or do you always are you someone that you'd rather get three reps of a certain rate weight rather than just one rep of a gigantic weight i very rarely max and part of that's because i don't do compound lifts like the squat and deadlift as much as i should yeah um the last time i maxed bench i hit 295 295 that's solid dude and more than i've ever hit and more than i probably ever will hit <laughs> no you're gonna get there you're I, gonna get there i just i like like you said I, I just um well even though you didn't say it how i'm about to say it but i just hate maxing i mean i just think i, I just don't really see a lot of benefit in it like it's it's all like i would say just like bragging basically i mean yeah it's oh, good yeah. to be able to hit something one time but if you're only doing it one time i mean i don't really see much benefit in it i'd rather just do a crushing workout of like 10 to 12 reps four sets rather than just right one rep one rep one rep and then just try to max out one time it takes a very long time to like work up to your max when you are maxing and then your the rest of your workouts ruined it's ruined. because you're burnt exactly you're spent exactly so um how long does it take you to write one of your posts on your blog so this varies i would say a couple hours of sitting down and getting a rough draft i just discovered grammarly great resource if you guys haven't found it yet, um, it'll actually grade your paper for you and give you suggestions yeah. of how to make it better. And it's free. It's 100% free. I love that. I also discovered dictation on my last post. You can dictate to your iPhone, and it will literally write what you're saying. Dang. In notes. It's What's actually it 
Dictation. Dictation. You click the little voice button like you would in a text message. And it's just like taking a voice memo. But from that, my last blog, which is like, I think it's a five-minute read. Mm -hmm. The website said it was. It probably took me 20 minutes to just say that. And then it took me another 45 minutes to go through and edit. And then I ran it through Grammarly and posted it. Mm. So, So simple. Yeah, we're... Simplifying the process. That's awesome. And hopefully, we'll be able to crank out some yeah. more stuff. Everyone, soon. please, like I said, it will be uh, right in the description, top of the description. Um, please check out JP's um, blog. He's going to do well with it. The, please read the first couple ones. They're solid. They're good reads. And they're inspiring. And like I said, the way you express stuff, I mean, they're inspiring. You know what I'm saying? Like, And also, it's, it helps because I know you. You know what I'm saying? Rather right. than just reading someone that like I've never really, like, I can't relate to it as well. But knowing you for as long as I've known you. And also, I don't think I said this, but... JP is uh, my big in uh, in PSE in Pi Sigma Epsilon. So yep. that's how that's how far back we go. Yeah, absolutely. That's how far back we go. I remember when um, when Liz was the president, she uh, she was passing around pieces of paper and she was like, "All right, for all the the new people that are about to be initiated, um, write down someone that you want to be your big." And I remember I was just looking around and I was like. Mm-hmm. Like who can I choose? And then uh, I remembered because I didn't really know anyone that well, but I remember we had just had a conversation that was like pretty like in depth, like the night before. And I was like, dude, like JP, like I definitely <laughs> got to go with JP. I was like, he's a legend, he's the man. And uh, yeah, it was a great decision. I, I'm yes, honestly, sir. I would not have anyone else uh, besides you. So I really appreciate Absolutely. that. I appreciate that too. And I think we've both grown a lot in the right direction. In the right direction, exactly. Point in time. I mean, we're both establishing platforms on the internet now. So um, Absolutely. So we're 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 doing well. With uh, things are going as planned. Right. Never satisfied, it's just going as planned. Big things are coming. Exactly. That's it. Um now let's 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 get a Radford question in there. Um why did you choose to attend Radford out of high school? Radford was actually my only choice. I uh pains me to say this, I was an underperformer in high school. Um Radford was basically the only four year college that I could get into. And because of the stereotypes around Radford, my parents actually said they wouldn't pay for it. My dad did. So the whole first year was funded by me. He was not thrilled about me coming at all. Yeah. And uh, I just proved him wrong and showed that you can really make anything out of the situation that you're in. I really wanted to come to a four-year college, and I think it's all about being in the right headspace. It's a good mindset to have. Back to the actual question, why I chose Radford. Small class sizes, closeness to the river. and great people. When I came here to tour, there were so many cool people around me. And that's what I just loved about it. Yeah. I mean, the atmosphere. It's, I don't think I'd do well at a UVA or a Duke too or big. even a Tech. It's too big. It's too big. I'd rather be um, uh, I'd rather be a, a, a big fish in a small pond than a small fish in a big pond. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I've, I haven't been. I haven't really checked out many colleges that are, like, smaller than Radford, like CNU or, um, you know what I'm saying, some of those other schools. Like, the smallest school I've been to is Radford. And um, I don't know. I just Like, when I go to Tech or when I go to JMU or ODU or something, I just, like, walk around the campus. I'm like, this is just it's too big for me. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I would never want to have to take a, a bus to a class. No. And that's never. why here, and especially because we were saying earlier that we live on campus, we can bump around anywhere we want in minutes. Absolutely. It's perfect. The size, I, I love the size of the school. And you walk down the sidewalk and see 15 people that you know everywhere you go. Yeah, exactly. And it's great. And, and also, but it's big enough that you don't see the same people. Like, I see a new face every single day Absolutely. at the gym. Like, we live Absolutely. at the gym, and I constantly am seeing new people um, that I've never seen before. Oh, 100%. There. So. It's a great waste. Great place to network. Great place to make connections. Yeah, and the buildings are nice. People they people are. sleep on the buildings. They're, they they're, n- they're nice. I mean, Radford's Chubbs. a nice school. Yeah, Chubbs is beautiful. Um, 
I don't know, like College of Business is beautiful. I mean, they got some good looking buildings, and we just opened another one, the the oh. Art and Technology um, building. I believe that's what it's called. Or um, they just reopened the Science, right? Yeah, or is it science? And, I think it's science. I think and it's technology. scientists. Science and technology, kind of close to the art building, though. Not yeah, far. Yeah, absolutely. Not far, but um, yeah, good answer. I, I agree with your answer as well. I mean, uh, that's that's a major reason why I chose Radford. I didn't have many options on my t- on my plate, so uh, but I'm happy with Radford. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Never go back. Um, your favorite course that you've taken since you've been in college? Owning and managing a small business. Was that management three? It's like two fifty. I, I took that class. 271? I don't know. Somewhere in there. I'm not good with the numbers. Yeah. I uh, had an amazing professor, Professor Freedom, and it's not what happened in the class. It's what actually happened outside of the class and how I could relate that class to my actual life. Um, so the class, you learn how to make a business plan, and you learn how to bring something from the ground up. I've connected with, with Freedom on LinkedIn. He's now at Auburn teaching. Wow. But um, – Connected with them on LinkedIn, and he's helped me with a couple of things. But all of the business plan processes, I actually could put that concept into the real world. You could apply it other places. I applied it to my internship last summer with the Bank of Southside Virginia, looking at commercial lending, lending to small businesses, and seeing how different people develop their business plans. Nice. And that was really cool to me. That's awesome that you were able to apply it in, uh, oh, yeah. even with your internship. I mean, that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, what, what what classes would you recommend that I take? Because you being a senior, we both are in the same concentration within the same major. What's a what's a course that you recommend that I take before I get out of here? Ooh, um, new venture creation. New venture creation. Right. Um, is that a four hundred level? It is a four hundred. I think it, it might actually be four fifty. It's it's just a wonderfully designed class. I'm a big fan of the classes that make you actually apply things instead of this is a textbook. Chapters one through three test next Thursday. Yeah. And in this class, you're doing all kinds of things. You're making websites. Last semester, I took this class. I literally pulled people at the gym. I took surveys at the gym. I was walking around the weight room. That's like, you're getting, one of those people. Yeah, yeah. People were getting ticked off. Yeah. <laughs> you got to like, do what you got to do, though. You, you got to do five questions. Yeah. I uh, was in it one Saturday morning. I got to the Dick's Sporting Goods parking lot at 10 a.m. and I was asking people. In a non-creepy way. Yeah, of course. Because, I mean, you could look kind of creepy just standing there. Yeah, but give or take. Yeah. <laughs> but ask people if they would use a certain product. And the cool thing about that course, if you didn't, if a certain product wasn't successful in your polling, you could pivot to a new product, and then you restart the whole process. And the whole point by the end of the semester was to show you that there are so many different ideas. Some make it, some don't. But you can always pivot, and there's always yeah. another opportunity right around the corner, and here's how you rebound yeah. from that failure. I love classes that are hands-on, that yeah. have tons of examples, and I love classes that when the teacher is incorporating their example, like their real-life examples. Because, I mean, I've taken so many courses where they just throw up a PowerPoint, and they just read it word for word with their back to the class the entire time. It's like, buddy, like I could read on my own. Like I don't need you to do this for me. But teachers that are hands-on, they put you in groups, you're doing activities, and then you're you're able to apply it in other places in your life and uh, in your curriculum. Really like it. So um, now, uh, final question, final college-related question. What is the most notable change about yourself since your freshman year at Radford that you've noticed? I think that when I came to college, I just wanted to crank it out and be done with it, get a job. I wasn't thinking that much about the experience. And I think that while I've been here, 
I've learned to utilize resources, look around me and find things that can better myself. And maybe I can better certain people in certain ways or better certain organizations. I'm a part of a lot of things that I'm trying to better. And, um, I've just found so many things. I found the gym, found tons of great friends like you. Um, and I've really developed a network and that network will serve me. So it's not necessarily, I thought it was just going to be classroom. Like I'm going to work eight hours a day, study when I'm out of the class and then boom, I'm going to graduate in four years. It became so much more. And now what I think is actually more important than the classroom is what happens outside of the classroom because I'm developing that network, developing connections that are going to take me somewhere in life. Yeah. The diversity amongst your friend groups has to be insane because you've just been, like you said, you've been a part of so many clubs and organizations that the types of people that you've met in each of those clubs have to have vastly different personalities. Oh, absolutely. So you're just in all expanding your, your, like your personality, you know what I'm saying? You're diversifying your, your thought process and everything. So, um, dude, so really like, good for you. And I remember the, the best advice that I've gotten at Radford basically to date is, um, I remember one day JP and I were, were getting lunch somewhere and he told me he was, uh, I was talking to him about joining uh, SMIPO, the student, uh, investing club here. And you were just like, man, you're already involved with so many things. You don't want to overload yourself like so early. Cause you said, didn't you say like, that's almost what you did. You just it joined. Is. I really did overload myself. Yeah, you just joined so many things, and you don't have time to focus really on any one thing because you're right. involved with so, so much. Find the things that you're passionate about and make an impact in those places, and you'll see more from it. Yeah. And when, especially when we're interviewing with potential employers. I just had an interview last week with uh, Geico. Geico? Uh, <laughs> yeah. I love that. I might be the old... Uh, you might be the gecko. I might be the caveman voice. The spokesman? <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> That's jokes. But... uh no, they, we talked a lot about those different things and the organizations that are on my resume that I like have had less of a role in. I didn't have as much to talk about exactly with them and it looks worse. So when you say, okay, here's what I did these two or three things, but I hold tail and then you can dive into just, so many yeah, details, dive into so many details. This is how I changed it. This is, we rock and rolled in this situation and that's really where you're going to stand out to an employer. Yeah. Like I said, that's the best advice that I've gotten at Radford in my almost four semesters. Simply just, I mean, when you told me, you probably didn't even mean anything by it, but I, I that stuck with me for like a good two weeks before I decided to do anything in the other clubs, before I decided to join another one or get out of one. I mean, like I was just constantly thinking about like, am I doing the right thing? Just trying to join all these clubs just for the sake of saying I'm a part of this, this, and this, but not really having an impact in any single one of them. But um, so I, I really appreciate you for that. Oh, yes, sir. Anytime. Um, now let's get into some random questions and topics. Um, any specific question that you want to touch up on first or just me fire away? Hit you? me with something random. Hit you with something random. All right. What sports have you played in your lifetime? Um, soccer and golf. I played pretty much everything rec league, but I feel like a lot of people were like that. It evolved into soccer and golf in high school. So soccer and golf all throughout high school? Yep. What position did you play in soccer? Um, in JV soccer, I was a defender and varsity soccer. I was a striker. So you switched it up on him. I switched it up on him. I wasn't great. A so. little slight messy or something running around the field. No, at? no, 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 no. A bit. Oh my dad's I, w- I was steady riding the pine. Riding the pine. Was that the bench? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a new one. I've never heard that. Riding the pine. I might have to steal that from you. Eh? Um, all right. Um, in golf, what, um, what's, what's the best, uh, part of your game when it comes to golf? Ooh, golf! I used to have a wicked iron game. That's where you lose yeah. me. That's my that's my, my worst. My short game used to be on fire. Really? Now I'm back to the 
like I don't want to say old man type of playing golf or like working person playing golf. I'm only playing three or four times a year. Mm-hmm. When you play, uh, what do you usually shoot? Like, what's the best you've ever shot? Um, mid to low 80s. Damn, that's impressive though. That that's put you on the I was, tour. I was no 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 no. I'm joshing. <laughs> <laughs> but still, I mean, that's that's really yeah. impressive. I mean, I've when, never shoot anything close to that. But I mean, that was a good day. Bad days, but I was playing every day. You have to realize, yeah. I was literally, and we had to walk in high school golf. Oh, you yeah. don't? They don't have carts for you? No, oh, you this can't is like even. The tour. You can't even use a pull cart. Your bag's on your shoulder. Dang, dude, Just, that's that's rough. Yeah. So in in um, excuse me, I didn't mean to cut you off. Are you you're, still going? You're good. No, 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 um, you're good. When you're doing a golf tournament in high school, is it just one round and whoever wins round, or is it like a three day, like almost like what the pros do? You play the same hole multiple times. Or the same um, course? It actually depends on the tournament. Some, uh, so if say we were going up against your high school, say Prince George was going up against your high school, we would only play nine holes. Hmm. And then that was it. But then they'd have tournaments that had like five or six schools, and you'd play the whole eighteen. Mm-hmm. There were some bigger tournaments, but I think those were on the state level. Okay. I never made it that far. I was, I mean, we had some boys that would shoot two or three under. That's crazy. Around. Like, you guys are killing the game. What's the most beautiful course that you've played at in your life? Ooh. The nicest course I've ever played was Wintergreen, but I really haven't gone anywhere crazy. Yeah. I, um, I started golf when I was nine, I believe, and I started meeting golf pros at all these different courses where I was getting lessons. And... I developed relationships with them, and they let me play for free. Oh, they they so hooked it up for you. They hooked it up for me. So I'd just go to those courses. As long as I'm out there walking, hitting the ball, having a good time. That's all that matters. That's all that mattered to me. Yeah, that's why I love golf. I, I I'm, was never really like big into it, but this past summer I got pretty into it with some of my friends. And we would go to the course, and we'd play a couple rounds, or we'd play a couple, like you know what I'm saying, like the front nine, and then we'd go to the driving range. But it's just like I love how casual it is. It's like such a social – activity you know oh, what I'm saying? there's no no pressure there's no i don't know i just love it i love how relaxed it is i, I agree with that 100 percent. yes you sir can go at your own pace exactly you can go at your own pace unless you're you're slow and someone behind you's bumping your ass and telling you to speed up oh yeah when i which uh, happens before i tried out for golf in eighth grade so jv golf my dad took me to a golf course and i was literally so bad someone hit their golf ball like at our cart like on what? purpose like <laughs> That's crazy. Three or four golf balls. <laughs> and they're like, you need to move. <laughs> That's a, Just tell you. Why you got to do that? Ripping balls at you, dude. Yeah. Like, you guys can just play through. <laughs> exactly. All you had to do was catch up. All right. Um, another question. Um, what is – or what are two things on your bucket list? Okay. I want to go – I've never been out of the country. I know you said you had an – either yeah but uh i'd like to go somewhere with clear water and swim and i would also like to get abs at some point in my life yep even if they only last one day even if they only last (laughs) one day um hopefully you can get the abs before you go out of the country i think that would be be the strat yeah um so are you currently in like what phase of lifting are you in right now are you in like a cutting a bulking a, a middle point what's going on um i think it's kind of a middle point with everything that i have going on right now it's kind of, I'm getting to the gym when I get to the gym. I have a four-day schedule, and I'm sticking to it, just hitting the next day every time I go to the gym. And uh, I'm really looking toward, forward to spring break to be that kind of, all right, I'm going to get back in the zone. Turn up. And make it 
Yeah. Exactly. Do you have any uh, ideas on what you want your goals to be when you start your cut? Like a certain weight or a certain anything? So I'm sitting at about 186, 187 right now. I'd like to see myself get down to 175. I'm sure it can happen. Oh, it could totally happen. But You can make it happen for sure. It's just how disciplined you want to be. I mean, um, like last year, uh, that was when I, I started my cut on March 3rd. And uh, I was able to lose a good amount of weight and get down. And it was really just a matter of not eating after like 9 p.m. Like let's say I go to bed at 12, stop eating after 9 p.m., drinking water religiously throughout the day. Absolutely. And just doing cardio. And then just body exercises like push-ups, body squats, uh, lunges, sit-ups, stuff like that. But uh, it was surprising how quickly it came off. And then this year, sure. this year I started my cut on February 10th. Weighed in at 185 and a half, and um, hopefully by um, I was I think I was telling Benji like June 25th around there. I'm hoping I can get down to 165, so lose 20 pounds. I mean that's but it's it's yeah. but it happened last year. Last year I lost 20 pounds and it wasn't even that hard. So I was like okay if I could you lose 20 pounds, putting in 75 percent effort. What happens if I put in 100 percent effort and I'm truly disciplined to the core? of um for the cut and I, I don't know i'm excited to see what i can do absolutely i think uh the more daunting thing for me is i'm about to graduate i don't know if it's going to be easier to work out or harder to work out when i have an actual job but and i know you're not even thinking about that stuff now but it's it keeps reoccurring in my mind the image of me hitting a bulk one day then not being able to come back from that bulk. Yeah, dude, that's my biggest fear. Every time we're in we're in the winter and I'm just stuffing my face with food right before bed and I'm just all chubby, I'm like, this is gonna be terrible. Like trying to cut, get this yeah. get this weight off my body is gonna be hell. But um, yeah, I mean it's just it's crazy. Just once you once you change your routine, how how like fun working out becomes again. Like I, right. I was doing no cardio up until February 10th. I was playing basketball maybe and lifting half-assing it and now i just go in cardio abs lift a little bit and i'm done and it's just like i'm excited to go to the gym like i i I remember that feeling of actually running and getting your heart rate up how almost happy it makes you the rest of the day like once you cool off and you shower you you get hit with this like wave of positivity and energy like that's why i need to start working out in the morning i save it for night and then it's like midnight and i'm like inspired i'm like why couldn't it be like three they say between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. Male testosterone is the highest, and that's the best time to work what out. What times? Between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. I know it, you're not. Gonna, <laughs> I don't know about that, boss. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. No, I, I agree. I mean, that's why I, I I would love to to get my sleep schedule in order and be able to lift in the morning because, like I just said, it's it like kickstarts your day. That's what I was talking oh, to absolutely. this girl about at the gym today. Was um like because she was talking about how she's been working out in the afternoon. It's kind of like killing her vibe throughout the day. And I was like, I totally feel that. Like I just I can't even remember remember the last time that I lifted before 9 p.m. or 9 a.m can't even remember that's kind of yeah. sad yes um all right what is your dream job new question okay and this is going to sound kind of basic but i'm going to back it up with some sound reasoning Bet. i would like to own a microbrewery or a winery and i feel like that's something you hear from like dreamers all kinds of people like just college kids saying oh we're gonna go get drunk every day or we're gonna do things like this but to me, it's more of a networking opportunity. It's not, I don't want to go get trashed. I don't want to do these things. I've actually, this past, well, since I've been 21, I've been doing a lot of like winery and brewery tours. 
and the outstanding joke in my uh, friend group that is over the like drinking age mm-hmm. is this guy goes to bars. He's not getting girls' numbers. He's getting LinkedIn connections. He's getting LinkedIn connections. <laughs> That's and what you want. No, it is what you want, and I think it's a great opportunity to network, and I think that if I could have a place that had an environment where I could foster that networking, it would just fulfill me in so many ways. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's a, like you said, that's a very social atmosphere. Absolutely. I mean, everyone's a little tipsy. Everyone's extra talkative. And, uh, and then you're just a talkative dude yourself. So, I mean, that'd be, that'd be a great thing, I think, um, for you to do. Yeah. To start your own brewery or winery. That's honestly, don't let anyone hold you back. Are you said, nope. like, that's a basic answer or Absolutely. something like that? Dude, you could do literally whatever. I actually, uh, on Valentine's Day weekend, I went to Abingdon Vineyards, which is in Abingdon, Virginia, which right next to Emory and Henry College. The uh, owner of the winery, I bought a glass of wine after the tour, and I started talking to him about his business. And we connected on LinkedIn, and then he said, if you ever enter an MBA program and want an internship, come talk to me. We're trying to scale this thing up. Ooh. And, like, that's just so, tough. Yeah, like, no, that, that's, that's, awesome. that's That's very awesome. That's, Definitely hold that in your back pocket. No, but it's connections like that that you can make. Like, I would have never met that guy if I hadn't gotten an Airbnb tour. Yeah. Do you have any aspirations? Like you said, do you have any aspirations to get your MBA? I do. I do. Um, most programs want you to work for two or three years after your undergrad. Yeah. So I'm hoping a company like Geico that would be able to actually pay for it. I'm lucky enough to be able ugh, to come out of undergrad without any loans. I know a lot of people aren't. But I really don't want to spend sixty thousand dollars a year for an MBA program. Yeah, the whole lot of money. Like, um, for sure, the way to go about it is if you can have a company pay for it. For sure, the way to go about yeah. it. Yeah, and I think another hard thing with that is also, um, you get out and you start making money. I don't want to stop making money so I can go spend a year's worth of money on on a <laughs> school go, again. Yeah. Um, if you did, would you uh, preferably like to go to a different school or would you like to run it back at Radford? I think so. I think I would like to go to a different school just to experience different things. Yeah. And also if I if I do go to an MBA program, I think it would more than likely be a night thing. Like I wouldn't be living the MBA program life. Yeah. I or like the undergrad life. It'd be, "All right, I'm going to go to my 8 to 5 job and then and then go, go to, to my class classes. till nine, and then go home, and go to bed. Yeah, I feel like when you when you get your masters, it's a totally different college experience. You know what I'm saying? You're not worried about the football game. You're not worried about what the cafeteria is serving. Absolutely. You're just you're there for business. Yeah. And business you're there only. with a purpose. With a purpose, exactly. Um, should we get into the new segment? Yeah. Let's so so uh, last night I hit up JP. I had an idea in my head that um well of course in my head I don't know where else you would get an idea but I had an idea that um for new segment that my guests will provide me two truths and a lie. And this is how we will conclude all shows in the future, two truths and a lie. And I have to detect what that lie is. Uh, JP, hit me with it. All right. The Conjuring is my favorite movie. I have a weird addiction to orange airheads. And I have totaled two cars in my life, but didn't cause either accident. See, I feel like the standout lie would be the car crash like you've totaled two cars but you weren't like i feel like that would be like oh like i feel like that's a true like i feel like that's true so it was it was the conjuring's your favorite movie and airheads orange or, airheads. Or, or, orange, orange airheads or, or, orange airheads um i'm gonna say orange airheads that's the lie it's the conjuring oh dude oh for one 
Yeah, I hate scary movies. I tap out at Scooby Doo. Like, really? Yeah. So you don't, you're not gonna see the Invisible Man that just came out? Nope. That's it. Looks scary. It looks it, very scary. I'm not a big scary guy. So yep, so orange orange airheads. You dig orange airheads? Like I can't pass five below without getting like twenty. That's something. And then they barely make it two days. Do you like like other orange like artificial stuff like orange soda? It's just orange airheads. I, what about orange Starburst? I really don't drink soda. Orange Starburst are good. I like all Starburst. I have a candy problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's something though. I, I that's you might be like a part of like the point oh oh one percent that has orange airheads as their favorite. Yeah, I, don't know, I feel like I feel like that's just, I feel like most people most people like if I had to guess the ranking of airhead flavors, uh. It would be like blue raspberry, watermelon, cherry. Like somewhere yeah. those three Orange are Orange is down dispersed. there with grape. It's yeah. like the flavor everyone hates. Yeah, I know, but that's that's interesting. So the conjuring was the lie. Yeah, the conjuring was the lie. I should have ah, I should have <laughs> paid attention because I feel like now in hindsight it's like the first one he says is the lie. So it just like goes under almost like under the carpet, like under the radar. Yeah. It's kinda just like he snuck it in there. That was the plan. So oh for one. All right. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing it. Eventually, one of these days, I'm going to get You're someone. Good, right? I'll you get someone. You should keep your average. Yeah, no, I'm definitely going to. Yeah, gonna, yeah, yeah. keep your average when, with how. When I save this outline, because I make a document of the outline, I'm just going to add in two truths and a lie. I'm going to say what you what it was and then just say, oh, for one. Um, well, we've been rolling for 30, almost 34 minutes. It was a very, very solid episode. I'm happy you were able to join, uh, join me for one. Um, any last words, any last shout outs or anything you want to say? Um, thank you for having me. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram if you want, Jack underscore John underscore Paul, and uh, check out my blog at harmonicsfitness.com. Yep, make sure you follow him on Instagram. Make sure you check out his blog. Both of them will be at the top of the description, so it doesn't take much searching to find it. Um, anything else? No, I think I'm good to go. You're good to go, man. It was a great thank episode. You so much. Yeah, of course, dude. And uh, hopefully we can have you on soon. Definitely not. Hopefully I'm gonna have you on again uh, before you graduate. That'd be great. So, um, but guys, thank you very much for listening to season two, episode six. Today's date, March second, two thousand and twenty. My uh, my guest today, Mr. John Paul, the legend himself. As always, guys, these podcasts will be on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and iHeartRadio. Seven other platforms that are in the description. Video feed just pointed to the camera. Video feed on YouTube a couple days after the show. Uh, please follow my social media accounts. Instagram, Mike M Show. Facebook, Michael Space Mar Show. And my Twitter, Mike M Show. Make sure to check out JP's in the description. Thank you guys very much. And have a great rest, a great rest of your week. And take care. As always, peace out, Girl Scouts.